Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny Hampton, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good because your boy is doing well. Let me tell you something, family. I'm pumped up today. Guess what? We're back into the series, The Life of David, part 12. We in 1 Samuel 27. Guess what? Things are starting to intensify for David. Guess what? The last time we left off, Saul was getting plotting to kill him. And then Saul, he, Saul let him live because he took the spear and jug of water that was next to Saul's head. And he told Abner that he should have died because of what he had did by not protecting the Lord's anointed. But David had enough. So guess what he's getting ready to do, family? He's getting ready to go over to the enemy's camp because guess what? He can't take no more. He feels that Saul is not going to stop until he's killed. But guess what? It's coming now to pass that David will be king over Israel. Understand this. We in chapter 27, guess what? We're getting close to, guess what? Chapter 30, Ziklag. Remember Ziklag, because Ziklag is where the anointing is going to show up in David's life. This is when he's going to be elevated. It, understand this, and this is going to be a prophetic message, because I want you to know, things are going to change for David when David gets to the enemy camp. Understand this. The enemy is the person who's going to be that person who's going to get, you're going to get back just what the enemy has taken from you. David is getting ready to go to the enemy's camp. Understand this. This is what David's going to do. He's going to hide out in the Philistine, with the Philistines. He's going to hide out with the king of Gath because guess what? He's had enough of Saul. Saul is hawking him down, chasing him around. But now... It's going to be time for David to be elevated. Let me tell you something. And it seems like that David's doing things in his own ability, that he's not trusting God because he is about to do some things like go to hang out with the enemy. And you know what's going to happen? And what's going to happen is God is going to protect David. God is going to show up for David. God is going to bless David. Understand this. God ain't forgot about your trouble. I don't care what people tell you, what people are trying to tell you right now. God hasn't forgot about you. You know that God ain't forgot about you. So this is for that person right now who feels that God has forgotten them. He hasn't forgotten, he hasn't forgotten you. In other words, remember, God is a promise keeper. He keeps his word. He does what he said he would do. So, you know, I want you to stay encouraged because I know it gets hard and it gets rough when you're trying to live for God and all kind of chaos around you is going on. Understand this. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor the seed begging bread. That's what David wrote in Psalms 37. Understand this. God has you. David knows because guess what? Some of the most beautiful Psalms that you would ever read, but it's penned by David. Because David learned God during adversity. Did you hear that? He learned who God was during adversity. Just like how you and me learn God. Because guess what? Sometimes you'll think that you're alone because Nobody want to be around you. But you're not alone because nobody want to be around you. You're alone because, guess what? God has you in a safe place. Did you hear that? He has you in a safe place for safety. God will keep and perfect everything that's going on in your world because God has destined you to succeed. Understand it. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, He knows the thoughts and the plans that He has for you and what He's going to do for you. I know right now it feels like then. It can't be so, but it is so. You know, I like to talk about the podcast show where the podcast show is being heard. Today is no different. 
So I, I want to I, I want to talk about people listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Transistor FM. I want to say I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for listening to what the Lord has placed on my heart. So I like to thank the United States. There's some states in the United States I would like to thank. I like to thank the uh, the state of Illinois, which is my home state. I reside in the city of Chicago. I like to thank the state of Louisiana. The state of Texas, the state of Massachusetts, the state of Florida, the state of South Carolina, the state of New York, the state of New Jersey, the state of Indiana, the state of Ohio, the state of Colorado, the state of California, the state of Pennsylvania, the state of Alabama, the state of Minnesota, the state of Maryland, the state of Virginia, the state of Tennessee, the state of North Carolina, the state of Michigan, the state of Georgia, the state of Missouri, the state of Connecticut, the state of Wisconsin, the state of Arkansas, the state of Oregon, the state of Oklahoma, the state of North Dakota, the state of Maine, the state of Kentucky, the state of Kansas, the state of Iowa, the state of Arizona. But guess what? We're not done there. We got some other places to thank. Let me tell you something. Uh, I want to thank the country of Australia, the country of Spain, the country of Germany, the country of Singapore, the country of Sweden, the country of Russia, the country of United Kingdom, the country of Nigeria, the country of South Africa, the country of Iran, the country of the Philippines, the country of Japan, the country of Kenya, the country of India, the country of Poland, the country of Hong Kong, the country of Thailand. The country of Puerto Rico, the country of Malaysia, the country of Luxembourg, the country of Iran, the country of Indonesia, the country of Georgia, the country of Finland, the country of Ecuador, the country of Algiers, the country of Brazil, the country of Uganda, the country of Turkey, the country of Tunisia, the country of Slovakia, the country of Peru, the country of Oman, the country of Brazil, the country of Norway, the country of Mexico, the country of Morocco, the country of Ireland, the country of Chile, the country of Switzerland, the country of Belize, and the country of Belgium. But guess what? We're not done that yet because guess what? We got some other places to thank, because guess what? We watched on Facebook. I want to thank people watched on Facebook, the people watched on LinkedIn, because let me tell you something. The kingdom of God is everywhere. What happens in Chicago happens everywhere around the world. And so, now, if you watch on Facebook, I want to say I thank you for taking time out your busy day, your busy world, to hear what the Lord has placed on my heart. So, let's go. I want to thank these countries. I want to thank the United States of America again, the country of Nigeria, the country of Canada, the country of Indonesia, the country of Colombia, the country of Ghana, and I'd like to thank some more countries. I'm just scrolling down to get to my information. Just bear with me for a minute because God is a good God. You see how the, you see how the kingdom of God is and how it expands and how we are everywhere because guess what? This is God's word. This is God's plan. This is God's purpose for your life, for my life. Understand that God knows what he's doing. Did you know that God knows everything? Because guess what? He's a good God. He's a righteous God. He's an on-time God. He forgot about you. I'm going to keep telling you that because some, somewhere, somebody right now feels like God has forgotten them, that he has let them down, that they fall into other chaos because God has left them. God has never left you. God's right there. Where he, he's right there where you left him. That God don't change his way much. He don't change his life. So I thank the country of Nigeria, the country of Philippines, the country of India, the country of Bangladesh, the country of Kenya, the country of South Africa, the country of Liberia, the country of Cameroon. And also, you know, hey, let me tell you something. You know, I've been doing what we do. I do a prayer on TikTok in the morning. I do a prayer. It's called a night watch. Because, you know, like in the night watch, boy, the night watch try to attack, attack the mind. He tried to get people to be like all perplexed, beat up, that God has forgotten about them. Let me tell you something. That's when the liars really start to come in the night watch. In the night watch, the enemy will try to push you so far. Boy, he would take you to the other end of the brink of the world just to have you believe that, guess what? It won't work. Trust me, don't let him fool you. God has not forgotten about you. 
God has forgotten, not has forgotten about you, the prayer that it has for someone. You look for the prayers on the state house. I like to thank the United States of America, the country of Nigeria, the country of Taiwan, the country of Canada, the country of the United Kingdom. I like to thank these, these, these cities in uh, the United States, the city of Houston, the city of Dallas, the city of Chicago, the city of Atlanta, the city of Pittsburgh. I want to thank God for your love and support. Boy, let's pray. Oh, precious Father, name your son, Jesus Christ. As you bless your people all around the world, dear Father, they please you, dear Father, that you would show up for them, that you open doors for them, that no man can shut, Father, that you would bless them, whether they stand in need of, that you would give it to them, Father, because you're a promised people in Jesus' name. And let's get ready to get into this. I'm about to go off because let me tell you, David didn't have enough. How many, how many had enough? I had enough. Say, Dan, I had enough. Let me do Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's high mind. God loves you with an everlasting love. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on God because God won't give up on you. Trust me. Let's name for you. Hallelujah. Boy, I'm so happy to talk to you tonight. Here we go. Let's look at verse 1. Here we go. And David said in his heart, Now I should perish someday by the hands of Saul. There is nothing better for me than that I should speedily escape to the land of the Philistines. Did you hear that? Guess what? Understand this. There's a place, the enemy, guess what? The enemy had tried to wipe out Israel. David de defeated Goliath. In other words, now guess what? Can you believe that David is going to hide out with the enemy? But guess what? When God gets ready to bless you, the enemy is going to pay you back twice. Hallelujah, boy. I want you to get excited with me because I'm excited to talk about the goodness of God. Did you hear that? Understand this. God will show up in the midst of your situations, your circumstances, your adversities. So guess what? Now, David, he's going to run off, and it's going to seem crazy. That meant, David, why are you not trusting God? Understand this. Even Jesus on the cross said, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? That's what Jesus said on the cross. But guess what? This had to go this way because God is going to elevate David to be king. Boy, when we look at this, 1 Samuel 27, boy, we're going to see that, guess what? God is going to use the enemy to be a blessing today. I want you to remember, I told y'all, by the time we get to 1 Samuel 30, I want you to remember Ziglag. Remember that name. I want you to remember that name because that's a significant place. That's It's going to be the place of destiny for David. Did you hear that? Ziglag is going to be the destiny for, for David. It's going to be the destiny for David. And understand it. There's, there's meaning in the name. Check it out. Understand it. This name, Ziglag, means measures pressed down. Did you hear that? Pressed down, shaken together. It means get into your bosom. Did you hear that? In other words, this is going to be the place of prosperity for David. Guess what? He's going to lose everything in Ziklag, but he's going to get it back in the enemy's hands. Did you hear that? Understand this. A place which possesses a special interest is going to be for David. It's going to be, it's a place that's going to be where his prosperity and where he's going to begin reigning. He's not going to get the whole kingdom. But it's going to start there in Ziglag. I want you to understand that. And Ziglag means measures pressed down. 
David's in all kind of stress in this in distress right now. Check it out. I want to see it. The Philistines and Saul would despair. He would he he would despair of me to seek me anymore in any part of Israel. So I shall escape out of the out of the camp. So guess what? He said, if I stay in Israel, Saul's always going to continue to chase. But if I go to the enemy, he ain't coming up because that means that's more. In other words, that means he has to fight the enemy to get. So David is going to hide out in the enemy's camp. Now check it out. In verse 2, here we go. Then David arose and went over with his 600 men who were with him to Achish, the son of Meho, the king of Gath. You get You're going to go see the king of Gath, Philistine king. Here we go. So David dwelt with Achish at Gath. He and his men, each man with his household, and David with his two wives, Ahinanam the Jezreelite, and Abigail the Carmelite, Mabel's widow. And it was told Saul that David had fled to Gath. So he sought him no more. You get? Boy, let me tell you something, boy. We're going to talk about it. We're going to end up in, in, in 1 Samuel 28. I, I got I to conclude this series on David, but I just want to let you know. God has you. Don't you think God don't got you? God got you in the palm of his hand. Understand this. Now check it out. Ziklag told you, measures press time. That's what it means. Check it out. Then David said to Achish, if I have now found favor in your eyes, let them give me a place in some town in the country that I may dwell. Therefore, why should your servant dwell in the royal city with you? So Achish gave him Ziklag that day. Therefore, Ziklag had belonged to the king of Judah to this day. Hey, did you hear that? Did I tell you? That's what it that's what that's what anointing's gonna drop. That's what things is going to change. In other words, David doesn't realize what's getting ready to happen. He gotta go to the enemy's camp to get back what God's gonna give him. God said he's the king. Let me tell you something. It's about to get so intense for for Saul when we get to a first time in twenty eight. He's going to go see a meeting. He's going he gonna to do all kinds of things to get a word because guess what? God has shut him off completely. God is not speaking to him by dreams or even by the prophet. So he's going to have to go somewhere. He's going to get there. But I want you to understand, Ziglag is a very significant place. Just as in 1 Samuel 26, we see the names of two. They mentioned David's two wives in 1 Samuel 25. Now, I mean, 1 first, first Samuel 26, now we see, as a 1 Samuel 25, now we see it, 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 their names going to be mentioned again in First Samuel 27. Did you see that? 25, 27. Then in 30, we're going to find out something's going to happen to them. We, we know about the, the, the 400 and 200 equals 600. We hear that when David goes there to uh, deal with the Philistines, that the Philistine king, him and the 600 men, understand this, because they all going to be a part of this, this anointing and the prosperity that's getting ready to going to hit David's life. Check it out. Let's go ahead on. Let's go down to verse 8. And David and his men went up and raided Gehazarim, the Gizarite, the Amalek, for the nations were the inhabitants of the land from old, as you go to Shur, even as far as the land of Egypt. Wherefore David attacked the lands, he left neither man nor woman alive. He took away the sheep, the ox, the donkeys, the camels, and the peril, and returned and came to Achish. He didn't leave nobody to say, hey, what he was doing. Then, then I tell you, it's going to be a place of prosperity. He, he's getting all kinds of stuff. You see, what he getting? We see, here we go. He took sheep, oxen, camels, he, and all is going to Ziklag. Because Ziklag is going to always belong to King David. Understand this. Because it's the place where 
guess what things just flourished from. How are we going to check it out? So check it out. As we go ahead on down, we're going to see it. Then Akish would say, where have you made it rain today? And David would say, against the southern areas of Judah or against the southern areas. In other words, he's lying to him. He want to know. He want him to know in any of his pictures. He's getting it all from him. Because guess what? David, you know, he loves, he loves Israel. Even though he's in the enemy camp, he loves Saul. He didn't want to, he didn't want to hide and run from his brother from Saul. Saul just kept persecuting. He just couldn't take no more. He had to leave. He had to get away from Saul because it was just too much for him. Check it out. Verse 11. David would say, neither, David would say, neither man nor woman allowed to bring news to Gap, saying, least they should inform on us, saying, thus David did, and thus was his behavior all the time that he dwelt in the country of the Philistines. He kept keeping the king of Gath in, 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 in total, in, in total, in, in total guess of what he was doing. He was he couldn't figure David out. He just thought David was on his side. He thought David had forsaken his people. He has for but deep down inside, David's heart was a love and a passion for Israel because that's where God, that's where he comes from. Check it out. We're going to roll on to chapter 28 before it's about to get intense because now David's in the enemy camp. He ain't got to worry about Saul. Saul not coming. But check it out, boy. It's about to get tense for Saul because Saul's time is running out. And David's time is getting ready to come. Understand this. God works in seasons, time frames, whatever. Remember, whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart, not on yours. Check it out. Verse 28, verse 1. Now, it happened in those days that the Philistines gathered their armies together for war to fight with Israel. And Achish said, David, you are surely know that you will go out with me in battle you and your men. So David said to Achish, surely you know what your servant can do. And Achish said to David, therefore, I will make you one of my chief guardians forever. Now check this out. Now what you're going to find out, because David in uh, 1 Samuel 26 and 1 Samuel 24, the two opportunity times that he had to, 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 to take, take out Saul, he wouldn't do it because Saul was running by God. Now, what God is doing, see, David thinks that he's doing something in his own power, his own ability, to hide out from Israel. But what God is going to do, God is removing David because guess what? Because God is going to deal with Saul. He, he don't need David to deal with Saul because he's going to deal with what's going on. And so David would never touch God's anointing because it's God's job to remove Saul. It's not going to be David's job. Check it out. Now, as you see this, the, here we go. Now Samuel had died, and all Israel had lamented for him, and they buried him in Ramah, in his own city, and Saul had put the mediums and the spiritualists out of the land. He got rid of all the people who had this false worship and casting out spirits and stuff like this, but guess what? Check this out. This is how you know that this is beginning the finale of Saul. We're going to see it. I want you to see it in verse 4. Then the Philistines gathered together and came in the camp at Shuthan. So Saul gathered all Israel together and they encamped at Gibble. Now guess what? It's getting ready to happen. David, is he's going to be doing his own thing because God don't want him to be a part of it. Because God is going to deal with David's enemy. 
God is going to use the enemy to be a blessing today. Just like God will use the enemies around you to be a blessing to you. Did you hear that? Check it out. Now, understand this. Didn't I tell you? It's, it's Samuel's gone. All these things that Saul was used to having around him are no longer around. And guess what? And God is keeping his mouth shut. Check it out. Here we go. Verse 5. When Saul saw the armies of the Philistines, he was afraid, and his heart trembled greatly. Did you hear it? And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer. Did you hear that? Answer him either by dreams or by Urim or by the prophet. Did you hear it? He tried every known thing to get God to speak to him. God ain't going to speak to him because guess what? His time is up. It's time for David to, to, to ascend. Ziglag, measures pressed down. That's what it means. Here we go. Then Saul said to his servants, find me a woman who is a medium that I may go to her, inquire of her. And his servants said to him, in fact, there is a woman who is a medium in Indendor. Guess what? Saul about to try to trick this woman. He's going to go in disguise. He's going to put on disguise. Let me tell you something, boy. Don't ever put yourself in a place when God said it out. God said it now. Did you hear it? I want you to see it. So Saul disguised himself and put on other clothes. And he went and the two men with him. And they came to the woman that night. And he said, please conduct a seance for me. Bring up for me the one shall I name to you. Then the woman said to him, look, you know what Saul has done. She don't know. Oh, Saul got his disguise on. Like you read earlier where he kicked all these mediums out and mysterious. Got them out the country because they were, they, he, he didn't want it around. He only wanted, he had, he had, he had, he had, he had, he had the men of God. God speak. Truth. Here you go. Check it out. Then the woman said to him, look, you know what Saul has done. How he has cut off the mediums and the spirits from the land. Why then do you lay a snare for my life to cause me to die? Yeah, say, hey, Saul going to kill me. I can't be saying this stuff. Check it out. And Saul swore to her by the Lord, saying, as long live, no punishment shall come upon you for this thing. Then the woman said, whom shall I bring up for you? And he said, bring up Samuel for me. I know it's one of almost hard drop to the ground when he said that. Understand this. The thing that's so peculiar about Samuel, according to the gospel, in the in the word of God. Check, here we go. I want you to see it. The word of God said God didn't let not one of his words hit the ground. Did you hear that? Everything Samuel said came to pass. And so guess what? Saul knew he needed to hear from Samuel. And so check it out. Let's go down to verse 12. Chapter 28, here we go. And when the woman saw Samuel, she cried out with a loud voice. And the woman spoke to Saul, saying, Why have you deceived me? For you are Saul. And the king said to her, Do not be afraid. What did you see? And the woman said to Saul, I saw a spirit ascending out of the earth. So he said to her, What is his form? And she said, An old man is coming up, and he is covered with a mantle. And Saul perceived that it was Samuel. And he stooped with his face down to the ground and bowed down. And guess what? Because the devil sent him. Just to let him know. It's, it's rap. 
understand this, boy, as we get through here, boy, I'm talking about when I come back to uh, part 13, I'm going to try to finish it because I'm, I'm going to go into uh, first Samuel 29, first Kings, because guess what? Because after this, boy, David going to become, he start become king. I'll leave, check it out. Understand this. God has you. God can protect you. Did you hear that? God has you. Understand this. God's plans will come to pass in your life. Did you hear that? Check it out. Now, Samuel said to Saul, why have you disturbed me? Did you hear that? He said, why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? And Saul answered, I am deeply distressed, for the Philistines make war against me, and God has departed from me and does not answer me anymore, neither by prophet nor by dreams. Therefore, I called you that you may reveal to me what I should do. Did you hear that? Saul, no, God, shut him down. But he cried out to this woman, here he comes. Here comes Samuel. He's from the dead. Your word. Guess the word you're going to give. You're going to be hanging out with me pretty soon. Hotly. Check it out. I want you to see it. This is, I want you to see it because, man, 1 Samuel 28 will blow your mind. You read, you read 1 Samuel 28, it's going to blow your mind. Check it out. Here we go. Then Samuel said, why do you act seeing the Lord has departed from you? And become your enemy. Did you hear that? That's rough, ain't it? Did you hear that? Look at it. I want you to see it. Then Samuel said, Why do you ask me, seeing that the Lord has departed from you and become your enemy? And the Lord has done for himself as he has spoke by me, for the Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hand and has given it to your neighbor. David, yeah. this dead man talking to Saul. Did you hear that? Letting him know. And you know, I told you, I want you to know, you go to first Samuel, you, you, you go like, you'll see that none of Samuel's words hit the ground. Everything Samuel said came to pass. Yeah. Check it out. He says this. This is the reason why Saul fell. I want you to, you, you want to highlight your Bible, you can highlight it. If you don't, you can take a picture and you can write down on the index card. Here we go. This is the reason why Saul, why he is being removed. Verse 18, that you know right here. Because you did not obey the voice of the Lord, nor executed fierce wrath upon the Amalek. Therefore the Lord done this thing to you this day. Moreover, the Lord will also deliver Israel with you into the hands of the Philistines. And tomorrow, did you hear that? He said, hey, this is it for you. And tomorrow, did you hear that? You and your sons will be with me. Did you hear that? Could you imagine? You, everything that you want to know. You know tomorrow is a wrap for you and your sons. And that David's going to be king. Check it out. And tomorrow, you and your sons will be with me. The Lord will also deliver the armies of Israel to, into the hands of the Philistines. Check it out. Verse 20. And immediately Saul fell full length on the ground and was dreadfully afraid because of the words of Samuel. And there was no strength in him, for he had eaten no food all day or all night. And the woman came to Saul and saw that he was severely troubled and said to him, Look. Your, mer your maid servant has obeyed your voice, and I have put my life in your hands and heeded the words which you spoke to me. He said, hey, 
You told me you ain't gonna you ain't gonna take me out. Let me tell you something. Boy, did you hear that? Boy, that first time two and head blow your mind. Read it. See. He knew that he he only knew he only had tomorrow. He only had you ain't. This is last night. Now therefore, please heed also the voice of your maidservant, and let me set a piece of bread before you, and eat that you may have strength, that you may go on your way. But he refused to say, I would not eat. So his servant together with the woman urged him, and he heeded the voice. Then he arose on the ground and sat on the bed. And now the woman had a fatted calf in the house, and she hastened to kill it. And she took the flour and milked it and baked it in unleavened bread for him, from it. So she brought it before Saul and his servants, and they ate. Then they arose and went they went away at night. I know I was going off. Let me tell you something. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind. Understand that God loves you with everlasting love. Nothing he won't do for you. You trust in the name of Jesus Christ. There's power in that. Boy, let me tell you something. He's getting ready to get there. Three days later, David is about to become king. Guess what? God ain't going to let David fight against Saul. God is going God, God know what he's doing. That's why I know to tell you. Let's close the prayer request. Father, bless these people in this mighty way. Mighty way in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, Father. That they trust you, Father. Care for them, Father. Take up with their matters. They bless them, Father. Hear your people. Just peace, love, and joy, Father. Let them see how good that you are, that you are not just people, that you keep your word, Father. Bless them in Jesus' name. And I tell you something. God works in impossibility when the impossible possible. Understand that God won't give on you, don't you give on God. Trust God. God is a faithful God. He loves you with everlasting love. And I love you. Have a blessed night.